Hello, friends and listeners and ballers. <laughs> I hope you're having a wonderful day. Today, I am joined by Travis, and we did the very quarantine thing, and we streamed some movies. The two movies we watched were Little Giants, starring Ed O'Neill as Kevin O'Shea, and Rick Moranis as Danny O'Shea. And then we watched Kicking and Screaming, starring Will Ferrell, Mike Ditka, and Robert Duvall. If you haven't watched those, go right now and watch them. Or don't, if you trust us to tell you about the movie as if you watched it with us. So, hello, Travis. Wow, hello. First thing, let me just say, you should definitely go watch both of these movies. Because they're great. Not to spoil what we're going to talk about, but these movies are great. <laughs> I totally agree with what you just said. You had not seen Little Giants before, right? No, I had never seen Little Giants. I'd never even heard of it. <laughs> were you, like, surprised about it? Were you happy about it? Tell me your thoughts. I don't know. I wouldn't say I was surprised. It's just a kid's movie, so I came in with low expectations. <laughs> and were they... Did they raise the bar? They were surpassed because it's incredible. Oh my gosh. I'm glad to hear that you think it's incredible. So a little bit about Little Giants. It's basically like these two brothers. One of the brothers as um, Kevin O'Shea. He's very, uh, he's always been very athletic and loves football. And he has a Heisman Award and all this jazz. And he has a Little League team. But he unfortunately cuts his knees uh, first of all, this movie is very woman powerful because they have a girl playing football, and they cut the niece, and then the dad of the niece, I guess his brother, I said that in such a weird way, was like kind of mad, like salty, like, hey man, that's your niece, she's better than the people you chose for the team. So then he decides to actually start a team with, you know, kind of the misfits and those who don't, who got cut or don't usually play football. Um, do you have anything else to add to that little movie? No, I didn't even realize there was a thing about him cutting his knee. No, his Did niece. Did I miss that part? His niece. His niece? Yes. Oh, right. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay. <laughs> so then the whole movie is basically them, like, uh, you know, practicing for that one big game uh, for them to go against each other. The Little Giants versus the Cowboys. Yeah, so tell me your little take on it, like your notes you wrote about it. Uh, I mean, it's just so good. There's so many funny little lines, and that's what most of my notes are, are just quotes from the movie that are great. <laughs> also, I kept a uh, fart joke counter. I don't know if you did. <laughs> no. But it's surprisingly low. <laughs> Is that, like, your scale of, like, kids' movies? Yeah, just kind of go in expecting that there's going to be fart jokes. <laughs> True. Do you have any guesses as to how many there were? Ooh, um, five? Wow. <laughs> you nailed that. No way, yeah. I swear I did not count. I just said that. I thought there were going to be more because the one kid's whole thing was that he, like, farted. The, the lineman kid. And there were just five. Wow. So, I mean, kind of disappointing, but, you know, they didn't oversaturate it, so that's all right. That's good. I mean, it kind of goes to show that they 
had other ideas of how to make people laugh. Yeah, there was a lot going on. <laughs> um, I think what's funny is that, like, I love how, like, at the very beginning, you see, like, the kid, uh, Kevin O'Shea, chewing gum. And, like, throughout the entire movie, he's chewing gum, like, the whole time. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> it's just so funny. I know. It's, like, the smallest little thing. And then from the start, like, you were made to, like, hate Kevin O'Shea so much because he doesn't even mm-hmm. pick his own brother, and he's just, like, kind of snobby. I don't know. Even the beginning, it's kind of dumb when, like, he cuts, like, what, five kids from the team. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. That's the sad. I, I have here in my notes that that's the saddest movie scene in the history of cinema. <laughs> it is so sad. It reminded me of a story where I tried out for a softball team at my school, and they cut me, but, like, they didn't even have enough people to play softball, but yet they still cut me. We would rather not play at all than to have Anne-Marie on our softball team. (laughs) That's what it felt like. And then, like, halfway through, they're like, oh, we need more people to play softball for the team. I'm like, no, no. I was also cut from a from my middle school basketball team, uh, but not from lack of players, from excess of players. I think there were four kids cut. So, ah, oh, see, like just four kids is like, come on. Oh, okay. So let's start at like when they okay. So in this in the movie, like the misfits kind of get into this into like a junkyard where they're practicing and they don't have the necessary equipment, like the helmets. They don't have the right helmets and stuff. Yeah. So I put down, one was like a dark Darth Vader helmet, yeah. <laughs> and he wears it all. And then a bike helmet is one of them, a cowboy hat, and then the kid comes in with the bubble wrap foam, like, running in to, like, uh-huh. practice. <laughs> so those were funny, like, little parts to it. Yeah, they the one kid can only throw like toilet paper well. He can't throw a football. Yes. And so they throw there was a scene where they give the kid toilet paper to throw during practice. Yes. And the coach tells the kid to put the football in the bathroom as if it was a replacement for the toilet paper. <laughs> Very funny. Yes. At the grocery store early on, he he caught the toilet paper roll. And so that's yeah. kind of like that whole thing. And then yeah. at the end, they bring that back to like the big game. And he kind of envisions it as a toilet paper roll. They all kind of like, you know, that little scene where they all get into a fight because, you know, they're just mad at everyone. I think what was funny was when the, the little kid who's like kind of weaker and stuff, he says, hey, no one calls me a dipped except my sister. <laughs> I have that as well. <laughs> That was funny. Oh, so the two coaches for the Cowboys, they have scouts in the fields, like with binoculars, you know, like camouflage to check out their, like, team. And they call the police. (laughs) And I think that's so funny how, like, um, on the newspaper it says, local hero arrested. (laughs) (laughs) One thing on the Cowboys coaches... Early on in the movie, whenever they were cutting kids, mm-hmm. the assistant coach's name is Coach Butts, and they didn't even joke about it. His name is Coach Butts, and they just said Coach Butts, and there were no jokes about it. 
Travis, you are very disappointed by all these, like, humor jokes, aren't you? I, I mean, I'm not disappointed. It's just, it just could have been so much better. <laughs> and I think, like, it's so funny how, like, the, um, just the overall feel of Pee Wee Little League football is hilarious yeah. because there's a line where it's like, it's not Pee Wee football, it's war. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Um, and then I think another good scene, uh, was like the go-kart versus the convertible race. Mm, yeah. As if that would be close at all. I know. It's great. And then, uh, they try to get like, uh, Spike, that big guy. Uh, like the worst. They just show him like carrying a fridge. <laughs> yeah. What an introduction to a character. <laughs> And I How think, old is he supposed to be, 10? Yeah, I guess so. And then I think what was funny, like, it's very subtle. It's very subtle. But uh, the girl's name who plays football is Icebox, and he's carrying a fridge. Oh, wow. I didn't even make that connection. <gasps> I was, I just made that connection while we watched it. I wasn't even like, that's not a normal thing. I usually would notice. One quick detail about Spike is that he gets his ha hamstrings massaged by his dad every night with evaporated milk. <laughs> I know he like he's like I muscle them until they're like evaporated milk. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the benefits of evaporated milk are with massages, but whatever works works, I guess. If you're gonna look like Spike, <laughs> and then he's like as... he's like doing pull-ups on his dad's like like arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his dad just holds out his arm and Spike does some pull-ups on it. <laughs> and the fact that he kind of gets, like, not calfish, but I don't know what you would say, but basically he's like, are you Coach O'Shea? He's like, I am Coach O'Shea. <laughs> I am Coach O'Shea, but it's the brother who's Coach O'Shea. So they're both Coach O'Shea and he gets catfish. Oh, I also like the part where, like, the NFL players come in. John Madden just stopping off to get some directions from a 10-year-old how to get to Canton, Ohio. Yes! That's, that's a good little part, you know, to add them in there. You know, like, every movie has the, like, no, Dad, this is your dream, not mine. Yeah, you gotta bring the emotional impact into it. <laughs> so, basically, the girl kind of has some problems because she's like, oh, I want... Maybe I have to be more girly girl, and maybe I have to be on the cheerleading squad, not the football team. And so they kind of have a conversation with the dad, and it's, no, dad, this means more to you than it does to me. Like, you just want to win. And um, that was like, you know, one of those tearjerkers. Did you cry at this movie, Travis? You could be honest. Did you ask if I cried at this movie? Uh-huh. Uh, no, I didn't rip no emotion okay here's an off funny little line it shows the name of the back of the shirt like on each like jersey we have the name it's like oh cool it has our names on the back of our jerseys and someone goes yeah so the guys at the morgue can identify the body <laughs> <laughs> i love that and then when they're running in like they don't break the sign to go onto the field yeah that's a classic trope classic and then the good one was the giants giants help us god 
the breakdown in the huddle. I also have a note, something about uh, somebody says that huddle is Latin for round. That was in the movie at some point. I don't know. It doesn't seem like that would be true, but I didn't look it up. So I'll just have to take their word for it. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to cross check that. We'll just take the word for them. <laughs> yeah. If, if you have any Latin listeners, please let us know. <laughs> comment down below. <laughs> Um, comment, comment on the Instagram post if uh, Latin, if Huddle is Latin for round. Yes, so we know you're listening. Go on my Instagram and please do some research and let us know. Kid goes in and gets like glue or something to be like sticky so he can catch the ball. Do you remember that? Part? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. like, and then he like accidentally claps, like, you know, when they're like break and claps. Yep. And he can't, like, get it off. Um, that reminds me, my grandpa was a football coach. And he would always say to his, like, I guess, players, make sure you eat pancakes and waffles with syrup for breakfast so that your hands are still sticky by the game. It's a great, it's a great tactic. Yes. Um, and then, but he said to eat pancakes and waffles? Oh, whatever. Well, sure. I mean, I guess I said that in a <laughs> It seems way. like a little bit overdoing it, especially before a game. <laughs> so for breakfast that day, eat either pancakes or waffles, but at least have syrup so that, like, they could be sticky on your hands. Right. <laughs> and then here's another, like, you know, those little, like, sad parts when the team is down. He talks about being on the injured list again, and... He basically gives them, like, you know, the typical halftime prep, uh, prep talk, pep talk, pep talk, mm-hmm. not prep talk. Um, pep talk. <laughs> and he was like, you know, I used to be on the injured list, but not intentionally or something like that. That's kind of all I have for it. Do you have anything okay, else? Okay, I have a couple quick notes. Okay. Uh, so I think the kicker was, like, really bad, and he kicked his... Like, on a field goal attempt, he kicked his teammate, like, in the nuts. And the announcer of the game said, somebody's holding about a pound of Aunt Betty's nut butter. What? So there's a quote from a kid's movie. Oh, my God, I missed that. <laughs> also, uh, Icebox and Spike are, like, a thing in this movie. and But at the end... Uh, Rick Moranis' character, which is Icebox's dad, mm-hmm. meets Spike's mom? No, no, Spike or... is different name. I think it... Spike is not... Spike is... I know who you're talking about. Oh, what's his name? It's not Spike. It's, uh... Wait, wait, wait. The quarterback's mom, right? Yeah, the quarterback's mom. The quarterback's mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it is. Um... Oh, yeah, because Icebox and Spike are, like, enemies in this one. It's the quarterback that Icebox is into. Okay, it's Junior, I believe. Junior? Yeah. What is Icebox's name? The girl in the movie? Oh, her name is Becky O'Shea. Right. So, the note that I had is uh, that's going to be a complicated family. I know. uh, Yeah. Why did they think that was, like, okay? (laughs) Yeah, that's a weird thing because they, like, the kids were, like, into each other the whole time, but then at the end they decide to make their parents into each other. 
Yeah. So, I don't know, whatever. And then, if you look at, like, okay, if you, like, go to look up who Spike was in Little Giants, and look at what he looks like now, I was, like, shocked. Spike? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even look, I didn't even look up what he looks like now. I'm gonna do it right now. Right Live on. reaction. Okay. What's the actor's name? Um, Sam Horrigan. Okay, here we go. Oh, he looks kind of like the ShamWow guy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just funny to see, like, all these little... They were little kids, and so now they're, like, much older. Mm-hmm. And then I, I didn't even make the connection that Ed O'Neill, Kevin O'Shea... Is the guy from Modern Family. I've never seen Modern Family, so I don't know. I just know Rick Moranis. Like, all of his movies are classics. Yes. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, yeah. those old movies. I think there's three of those. Those are great. Yes, I love those. And he, like, retired from acting for a while, but now he just announced that he's coming back to make movies again. <gasps> That's awesome. And then yeah. the little, the little like, uh, girl who's kind of, like, who's the one who said, like, God bless Nickelodeon. Um, she's in the Spy Kids movies. Oh, Spy Kids. Yeah. So, like, it's definitely action-packed with, like, famous people. So, I just looked up some reviews on Letterboxd whenever I was uh, rating it on my own. And, yeah. uh, one of the reviews is Icebox is a true feminist icon. <laughs> um, and then, okay, so I told you before we recorded, after we watched the movie, that I did some research on this movie. And... I have something that's going to blow you away, and I wanted to wait to get your live reaction while we were recording. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, okay, I'm ready. Okay, so one of the reviews from Jake on October 25th, 2014 said, I wanted to see a plucky childhood staple, and Ed O'Neill hit his nuts on a tree. Instead, I found out how a heroin-crazed crew member held one of the kids at knife point. And so I looked into this, what? and I found a Reddit Ask Me Anything from seven years ago that said, I am Tommy Swerdlow, writer of Cool Runnings, Little Giants, and Shrek. I wrote them all strung out on heroin. Ask me anything. <gasps> what the heck? <laughs> oh, my. That is, like, the deepest dive you could ever take. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't find anything about the whole knife point thing. But I found one of the writers was strung out on heroin as he was writing it. So maybe that's why he missed some of the jokes that I pointed out. But wow, that wow! I don't even know how to respond, but wow. <laughs> also, another fun fact is that the film was inspired by a 1992 McDonald's Super Bowl commercial. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. So Steven Spielberg saw the commercial and uh, contacted the makers of it and said, I want that commercial made into a movie. So that's how this movie was made. Whoa, that's so cool. I'll have to look that up and watch it. A McDonald's Super Bowl commercial and a writer strung out on heroin. <laughs> that makes a great kids movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the perfect ingredient for a little kid yeah. family fun movie. The two things that you want to make it perfect kids movie about sports oh yes totally are you is that enough with little giants or you saw the other things that is all i have for little giants okay 
Cool. So next we're going to move on to kicking and screaming. Yes, this movie, <laughs> Little Giants is good, but kicking and screaming is fantastic. Yeah, I definitely, I'm kind of glad we did watch Little Giants first because if we watched Little Kicking and Screaming, I would have been like, no, this is it. This is the only topic I'll talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the first... We could do a whole episode just reading off quotes from Kicking and Screaming. I have so many of them. Yeah, this is going to be this is gonna be the chunk of the podcast. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, first line, I believe, is, I was born a baby. Yes. Me and my brothers say this to each other all the time. Anytime, <laughs> anytime like, um, like, a movie starts with, like, I was born, like, in New York or whatever. Uh -huh. As soon as somebody says, I was born, we look at each other and say, I was born a baby. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, so good. So good. Okay. Do you have anything, like, a little bit before um, we, got, we get to see Mike Dick or anything? Like, should I kind of give the people what this movie is about? Um, I'm... If you if you want to give a quick overview, are you going to give a quick overview of what the whole movie is about? I think so. Should I? Okay. Okay. So basically, it's another little league uh, sports party thing. <laughs> this one is about football, not football. Correct. Right in there. Yes. Wow. Um, for those who are American, soccer. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so it's another rivalry, and. It's son versus dad. The dad had the son's kid, okay, on his soccer team. However, he traded him. So then, of course, the dad's, like, a little salty. And then the coach doesn't even show up for the team that the kid's supposed to be on. So then he decides he'll be the coach. So then we get to that another, like, you know, a misfit or those who aren't really good at soccer and so he has to kind of work with that team. And then, you know, I kind of like how this one, they actually show multiple games rather than leading up to one game. And they yep. kind of show them go from bad to pretty good. And then halfway through, well, actually, when he's starting the, he's starting the team, he asks Mike Dicka um, to be a part of the coaching staff. And so that kind Which of is gets his crazy. dad's neighbor that annoys his dad constantly yes so at first he kind of says no because of the fact that he's like no i'm not gonna coach soccer i'm a football coach but then as soon yep. as he knows it's against his dad that's when he's going for it um so then basically we kind of see that happen they kind of get better as a team all that stuff and then there's just some really good iconic quotes that i quote a lot and it makes a really good funny Anything you want to okay, add? Okay, so yeah. one of the quotes from the beginning of the movie yeah. is whenever... Uh, okay, so this is a Will Ferrell movie. Mm -hmm. Just putting that out there. This is Will Ferrell. At his... I mean, it's just a classic. At his best, maybe. I it's very so. funny. Like, yeah. I saw this movie a lot whenever I was younger, and I haven't watched it in probably at least eight years. And... I don't know, I just kind of put it to the side and never watched it because I was like, eh, he has, Will Ferrell has great movies like the other guys and Step Brothers. Yeah. But this, as far as being, like, family-friendly, this might be, like, the best comedy 
family-friendly movie there is. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, I I do think, like, well, feral movies, like, I mean, they're mostly, you know, up there in the ratings of, like, can't watch us as a kid. But that's why I think yep. it's so great because you get to see him kind of like an elf-type movie. But Good pool. Yeah. Elf, completely forgot about that one. No, no, yeah. And so I think that's why it has stuck with me because you can watch this from when you're younger to any time, you know? Yeah. I like the part where he's sitting in the car after he learns <laughs> that his son was traded. <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> I'm angry. I'm spitting angry. I'm in a tornado of anger swirling about. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep, that's a classic. Uh, uh, So I have like a quick note. Will Ferrell, whatever his character, I think his name's Phil, right? Yeah, Phil is talking to his dad about his dad like getting married or whatever, Mm -hmm. getting remarried. And his dad, like, mentions, whenever your mom died, and Phil is like, she didn't die, she divorced you. <laughs> tomatoes, <laughs> his tomatoes. Dad just completely thinks that uh, his former wife died, or <laughs> thinks of her that way. Yes, and then he goes, eh, tomatoes, tomatoes. Yeah, tomatoes, tomatoes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Such a good part. So iconic. And then he has to, like, tell his son that he was like traded and so he um the kid's like on the computer and he's like what are you doing mail order a bride <laughs> like online dating <laughs> so ahead of its time oh uh, yeah and that same scene is whenever he has like a full-on anxiety attack telling his son what kind of person what kind of kid he doesn't want to be i know oh my god and then his there's like so many slap counts in this movie <laughs> yeah um, and then I think another thing I have to point out is, I mean, what a cast. You got Mr. Mosby, um, Josh Hutcherson, <laughs> Mike Dicka, yeah. Beans. Beans. Beans <laughs> is so good in this. His name in the movie is Mark Avery. Mark is Avery, yep. Yeah. And, um... I also like the little storyline of the ref that they have. I wrote down the same thing. His feud with the ref is very funny. Like, he's like, I know you some from somewhere. He's like, I've been your neighbor <laughs> for 15 years. <laughs> and then at the very first game, uh, they're, like, getting killed, obviously, like, 13 to 0 or something. And Avery Beans goes, you know, coach, we're going to get killed. <laughs> Yep, during that first game, uh, Phil asked the kids on the bench and Beans, Marcus Avery being one of them, if they want to play in, and they're like, no, I'm good. <laughs> they would rather sit on the bench than play. He, like, crosses his feet, and he's like, no, I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, like, of that game, Bing Bong, I mean, uh, Beyond Sun. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry. Um, he takes a Gatorade cup, and he's like... Yep, the knee. Gatorade cup on his knee, Beyond Sun. That's so good. <laughs> yes. Oh, this is so good. And then I also think they're ahead of the times when, like, when Will Ferrell, I mean, Phil Weston, Will Ferrell, was like, wait, so which mom are you? Wait, whose mom are you? And they're both, like, the mom of <laughs> Beyond Sun. And yeah. he's like, oh, wow. And then he's, like, kind of talking about, like, oh, 
yeah, you're not like the other parents. And then the other the other guys like you're you're even you're even better yeah. than the other parents. Like what? No, what do you mean? <laughs> and then he goes, well, you're different because you're better because you're you're different because you're better or <laughs> something like that. Yep. <laughs> and then and then at the end he goes, okay, how about we start playing favorites, Phil? Huh? I I'm talking about the next part is the like when they meet for practice for the first time. Yeah. Okay. So they're all kind of like talking about themselves, you know. And Beyonce sounds like, Woo! Electric in the air. Electric in the air. I have that written down as well. <laughs> like that. I use that too much and some people don't know yep. the reference and I'm like, Oh, I need to stop saying this. <laughs> yep, the rest of the team doesn't say anything and then there's Beyond Sun clapping it up. Woo, electric in the air <laughs> And then they like go to him and he's like I am Beyond Sun. I'm a very kind person. <laughs> <laughs> we can we should all strive to be like Beyond Sun. <laughs> and then and then like later on they show him rolling in a soccer bag <laughs> and then my favorite mark avery part like classic he's like yo you feel me you feel me and then he's like where i don't know what that means he goes i don't know i heard on a rap video on so <laughs> i have a note about uh whenever phil is at mike Ditka's house and they're like talking about soccer strategy oh yeah and uh mike dick uh, keeps smoking a cigar in the room and his wife comes in and yells at him but he but mike gives phil the cigar before his wife gets in the room and he blames it on phil and he's like come on phil no smoking in the house <laughs> and uh his wife goes away and, <laughs> and phil gives the cigar back to mike and he starts smoking it again and his wife starts yelling again and he just blames it on phil again it's so good yeah and then finally he goes, no smoking means no smoking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, and or... then Mike Dick starts taking, so whenever the kids go from like terrible to decent is whenever Mike Dick starts coaching them. Mm-hmm. And his coaching is this just them doing his chores, like taking out his trash and washing his, his car. Sorry. There's a dog that's barking in my room. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, and and during the sequence of the kids doing Mike Ditka's chores, uh, he calls Beyonce. Oh, yeah. So he's, like, carrying the... He's also carrying, like, a garbage bag. Like, two of them. Yep. He's like, how is this supposed to help me with soccer? <laughs> he's like, yep. it's not. It's just going to help me with my trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then when he gets introduced to them, you know, he's like, hey guys, like, let me, I'll let you guess, who is this? And he says, oh, Mark Avery, Beans, says, Sammy Sosa? Yeah. <laughs> and Mike Dickie goes, hey, zip it, kid. Do you know Sammy Sosa? <laughs> then he goes, hey, zip it, kid. And then that's like the, come on, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um. Oh, there's a part where, oh, he's like, hey, guys, I brought you some finches. Oh, yeah, the finches scene. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the parents hate him for it because they have to take care of these finches. Yeah, and then, like, they're all talking to him, and they're like, 
Okay, you got me. I may have poisoned your kids with salmonella. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Um, cause they're a little like mad that like they're also losing and stuff, and so he goes, "Hey, there's no I in team." And the parent, like I think Mr. Mosby or something, goes, "Well, there is yeah. an I in win." There's an I in win. It's true. <laughs> that is factually true. And then would you like to tell the listeners um, how we get to Bing Bong? Oh, okay. So is that like a, is that like a, a soccer team meeting or something? Mm-hmm. Do they give out awards or what is, is it, it just like, a meeting for the league or something? Yeah, meeting for the league, I could say. Yeah. And so uh, the parents of Byung Sun come up to Mike Ditka to get his uh, autograph. And he's like, how do you spell it? And the parents start uh, saying how to spell his name. And Ditka does his autograph. They get like two letters into his name. And he's like, no, I think I got it. And he gives it back to the parents. And they walk away. And they're like, to Bing Bong. And he just signed his autograph as Bing Bong instead of Beyond Sun. This probably doesn't sound very funny at all, but it's so funny. I love it. It's so good. Because then, like, he's, after he he's, like, watching them again, he's like, where you go, bing bong. I think also, like, after that party happens, like, Phil or Will Ferrell is feeling really down because he got punched. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And he goes, my dicka has a fist like a small truck. <laughs> he's like, and I looked in the mirror, and you know what I saw? Nothing. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, I keep saying that. Ah, oh, so good. So good. I mean, it's the best way to describe this movie. It's just so good. <laughs> and then I also very much love that little um, other story going on where uh, Phil Will Ferrell really likes coffee. Yep. And he basically goes up to them. He's like, "So, can you take like half of a drink?" And then make it like another half of a drink. He's like half cap. He's like we're gonna have a half cap. Half cap. <laughs> That's where his addiction to caffeine starts. Oh yes, yes, yes. Another funny part was Mark Avery, of course, beans. He. This is like a classic line where they're talking to the other team, um, like Josh Hutcherson on the other team, and he's like, they just score and score and score and score and score and score. I had to take like an Advil. <laughs> And then he goes, oh, well, are you guys getting playing time? And they're like, no, we're not. Mike Dicka brings in the the two Italians. Yep. And, and that's, that's really, I mean, I said earlier it, they started to get good whenever Mike Dicka started taking over. Uh-huh. But the team got good whenever the two Italian kids got brought on the team. Yes, yes. And I love the part where they kind of make that deal of meat first, then soccer. Yep. Yeah. Meat comes first. That's the team motto mm-hmm. after the Italians join. Yes. And then the part where, um, oh, where they had to go to the meat place and as a team they had to, like, do stuff. And they come yep. back in, like, like blood on their, like, Yeah, they come, they come back to play covered in blood and the other team forfeits because they're scared of the team. Yeah. The excuse is, uh, one of the kids, uh, forgot their other socks, so we forfeit. 
Forfeit. Alright. So now we've gotten to the part where they finally made the playoffs and they can finally, you know, go against the dad's team to see like who ultimately wins. Um, basically they make a bet when they do the dodgeball scene. Um that whoever wins, uh, if Phil wins, then he gets the Pele ball. And then if the dad wins, he has to, the son has to help him work at his sports equipment shop. Well, we didn't even get into that, but the dad owns a sports shop, but Phil owns like a pills shop that's oh, called yeah. Phil's Pills. Yeah. It's like, and, uh, just real quick, his dad's sports shop has a commercial, <laughs> and during that commercial, he's, like, listing all the balls that they have at their store, and then he says, well, so it's, like, baseballs, footballs, basketballs, hockey pucks, <laughs> and I don't know why, but that's another Thing that me and my brother say to each other all the time like even if we're just like watching a hockey game we're just like hockey puck yeah the way robert duvall like says it is just so like graining into my brain about how you say yep. hockey puck <laughs> yep it's a very specific way of saying it yes and then so basically will ferrell there's that whole like scene of um Eye of the Tiger going on. He's getting prepared. He's ready to play this game. And um, his he calls, I think he calls his, I think he calls his wife. Because, like, Sam doesn't show up for the game. Yep. And, you know, actually, no, I don't know. Maybe it is. But anyways, there's a scene where he's talking on the, park phone um he goes and there's like people in the background like happy he goes quiet please shut up you're not the only ones in the park (laughs) he's so mad oh he's wondering where the italians are that's what it is yeah it was so funny i always think about that like whenever someone's saying happy birthday i immediately want to say shut up (laughs) it's so bad yeah and then, and then here we go back to this um, coffee frantic. So he's basically still going insane right now. We've already established that. But there's a person in line at this coffee shop. And it seems like there's only one coffee shop in the town. And she's taking forever. She goes, hmm, how about a smoothie? What's in that? And from the very background, he goes, a smoothie's a fruit drink. We want coffee. <laughs> he gets so mad and he's like what is taking so long and then he like screams his order and then he gets kicked out it's just so funny oh he says he has a membership card yeah. and they're like we don't have membership cards and he's like holding like a sears card or something <laughs> oh yeah oh so good and then it gets to the part of my dick goes a little like he's he's like he's really starting to see like that Will Ferrell is like crazy. And so we get this whole yep. juice box guy part. <laughs> Go get me a juice box, juice box guy. And he's like, you're crazy. He's like, I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. 
<laughs> gets me every time. And uh, then... So before we get to like the big game at the end, yeah, there's like this whole compilation of after the Italians join the team, they're just like destroying teams, like they're winning so much. And the compilation, a few things that I have is uh, Phil's Will Ferrell's character like pushes a kid by the head to the ground and he screams loser at kids through a traffic code and he's like celebrating as af- after they score goals and he's holding up Beyonce son and he says everyone should get one of these pass them around <laughs> yes uh it's, and then when he when you brought up that coffee cone or not the coffee cone the traffic cone yep he's like loser 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 and then the and then the wife confronts him like, "You called a bunch of kids losers," and he's like, "She's like, she's like, well, what do you want me to lie to them? I'm not a liar." <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Um, one similarity of I kind of noticed of Little Giants was like the whole like team break thing. You know, he says in Little Giants, "Help us, help us, God." Um, in this little break, it was one, two, three, break someone's clavicle. Oh, yeah. Awful, awful to laugh at. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I, I kind of have a part, I don't know if you have anything before this, like the game or anything, um, but I have a part where they finally get Sam back to play the second half of the game. Yep. And it was really, like, a good moment, you know, um, where he's like, no, we did te- we did learn from you. And they're like, no, no. And then he's like, you almost killed me or something like that. And um, he goes, no, he taught us what not to do. And yeah. um, he The original part of the movie. Yeah. Like it's, have yeah, it's like another turning point. And he goes, okay. I'm parents. I'm really, really sorry. A capital S and a capital R. <laughs> um, and then like another really part I like, I love, and it makes my heart warm, was when the goalie kind of gets hit, and then Phil Weston, Will Ferrell, goes around and he looks at everyone's glasses and he takes them. He's like, "Can I have these? Can I have these? Can I have these?" And then he sees one uh-huh. with like large glasses and he's like oh uh you look like you need those never mind <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then he finds glasses that fits him yeah how about that it took until like the championship game for a soccer coach to find to figure out that a kid needs glasses <laughs> i know <laughs> they went all season with the goalie being terrible apparently yeah and also the parents don't think that they should check Yes, I know. I love that. <laughs> um, so basically, like, the, the game's going on, and and they're actually having a turning point. Like, the Italians finally get a break, and this is just a, such a good, like, turning point of a halftime. And then Mark Avery plays Beans, and he's going down, and the announcer goes, <laughs> Mark Avery leads the lead in least amount played. <laughs> yes. The fact they have that they have stats for this little league, and the fact that it's his like 
lowest he's ever done. Um, and then they finally form like a mega person with Bing Bong and the yep. huge guy. Yep, Bing Bong, Beyonce, 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 Beyonce. And that's kind of all I have for it. Do you, please tell me your thoughts. Oh, I mean, we also didn't get into the part where Bucky, so Phil's dad has a son. So it's technically like his stepbrother. But do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. We didn't even talk about that, mm. how Phil's dad has a son the same day that Phil has a son. <laughs> And so at the end of the movie, his brother, his stepbrother or whatever, who's like the same age as Phil's son, is talking to Phil, giving him a compliment as as like a brother. It's a very, like, that's who just Josh Hutcherson plays is Phil's kid stepbrother. Yeah, I I, like, I forgot about that part in a way of like, I didn't know how to explain it. Right, I it it doesn't sound funny me explaining it, but in the movie, just how they go through it, it's very funny. Yes, and um, he is like does seem like a little more mature, in a sense, where yeah. he's like, yeah, uh huh, good game, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, but my favorite part is when they, though. So I guess yeah. So I guess it's so these two are playing on the soccer game against each other. They're, like, the same age, but one of them, Bucky, is the uncle to Will Ferrell's kid. And so right. I think that's, like, a really funny duo of of when he finally yes. beats him because he's, like, I don't know, it's cool. I like that. That whole aspect kind of gets lost in it, but if you, like, sit back and think about it, it's very funny that that's, like, the whole thing that these two kids are the same age but one of them is the uncle of the other yes and it kind of like gets the whole part of another like rivalry inside a rivalry because they both got married and engaged and then they both had the kid Um, (laughs) yes yeah that's a good part and like the fact that that's joss hutcherson blows my mind because i forget they're the same person from hunger games and stuff right so that's kind of like all i have that's all I have as well. Okay. So basically my, like, of how they are the same is that they're both family rivalries. They're both little league competitions. And they both have both adult and kid, like, humor. And then they both have, like, the all-star and the underdog. Typical little right. stuff, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> I do think, in contrast, I do think kicking and screaming is more funny. Um, yes. Maybe it's because of the era it was made in. I don't know. I just... Right. I think it's a little more funny. But I do think that The Little Giants was a little bit ahead of the time with, you know, having that little story with the girl in there and feminist power was good. Yeah, anything else you have to add? I mean, I, I don't really have anything else. It's <laughs> they're both great movies. I'm glad that you came up with this idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was excited because I knew that you're movie junk and is that what they call you uh, movie junkie? i think it's junkie not ah. just junk <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> um you're a movie junkie and i was like yep. i had to do something with um a classic two classic movies 
and I just know, I already knew that they were kind of similar and different in their own different ways, and I think the fact that it's both football and soccer is funny. And then the reason also why I liked Kicking Screaming a little more is because they do show multiple games that they've played, and there's more, a little bit more action than just one football game. Right. Yeah. Hey, listener, what's your sixth favorite sports movie? <laughs> comment, comment on the Instagram. Comment down below and on yes. Instagram, and Travis will also comment his. And yes, my sixth favorite. Sixth favorite. That's six. After five, before seven. Yeah, we don't care about one, two, three, or four, or five. <laughs> yes, not interested at all in, in those. Six is what I'm interested in. Yeah, so we are interested in that, and after we do that, also comment below, kicking or screaming, and then, <laughs> Ooh, yes, are you kicking or are you screaming, and that way we'll know which one. Yep. Which which side of the of the spectrum do you fall, kicking or screaming? And then another one is, which one do you fall, little or giant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, that's great. <laughs> or are you little kicking, little screaming, giant kicking, or giant screaming? Yep. <laughs> I think you got all the combinations there. Please comment so I think that. There's, I think there's four things that listeners need to comment below, and uh, just that so we know that they're listening. Oh yeah, for sure. And I am speaking to Travis, who does have an Anne-Marie 2.0 pin. It's true, I do. So... Travis, when you got your Amory 2.0 pin, what was your reaction? I mean, my jaw dropped to the ground. I started crying of excitement. I couldn't handle it. Do you wow. want me to take a picture with it on so you can put it on the on the post? Yes, on the Instagram. Good idea. Okay, great. Okay, I'll awesome. do that. <laughs> um, but Travis, oh my goodness, thank you so much for both streaming movies, watching them with me, laughing about them with me. And even talking okay. about them on a podcast with me. Wow. Wow. I mean, it was an honor to be asked to be on as I'm a huge fan. Aww. <laughs> well, I'm a huge fan of your movie junkie work, so. <laughs> so the feeling is mutual. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. That was awesome. I hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget to comment on my Instagram. Bye. See ya.